A Weekend with Jason Dacey Replay from Money FM 89.3. And this is our Motoring Madness segment uh, with Neil Humphreys on Money FM 89.3. As uh, we talk about something to do with the roads these days. And, you know, we've all had kind of eccentric taxi drivers, uh, mm. Neil. And I always thought that we should have a segment on taxi drivers. Uh, I think that the best one I ever got was my mum was visiting from Sydney. Uh, this yeah. was a few years ago. And of all the taxis that we got, we just happened to pick the singing taxi driver. Yes. <laughs> Jeffrey Tan. I think there's a few of them, but the guy that I think that had picked us up was a guy called Jeffrey Tan. And my mum thought this was just normal in Singapore. <laughs> you know, he had a, he turned on the stereo and he started singing and it was about a 20 minute ride, like most rides in Singapore. And my mum was besotted. And I think ever since that, she always thinks that Singapore taxi drivers have this musical streak, a bit like Welsh people, you know, in the valleys of, of Wales. Well, that's uh, lovely. Yeah. So I, I guess things have changed a bit with Uber. Well, Uber's gone now, but mm. Grab and all that. Sometimes the taxi drivers, we're not interacting with professional taxi drivers as much as we used to. You know, these days we've got the kind of part-time drivers who yeah, are yeah. with Grab and stuff. Well, that's a good point. I mean, the reason I wanted to uh, have a chat about taxi drivers is just that but also because I had a great one this week. And I always get good taxi drivers for the most part, but I, I get, I'm sure you've had this, I get the interrogation. I get the mm. unmore interrogation. Mm. You know, they see, they see a white face or a foreign face or what they perceive to be a foreign face, and you get the interrogation. So it started within minutes. I, I wasn't even in the KPE yet, <laughs> you know, two minutes from my house. And it was, uh, you married her? Yeah. Local? No. <laughs> you don't like local, is it? No, I do, I do. What's wrong with local women? Nothing, nothing. How come you don't like Singaporean women? I do like Singapore women. I was with my wife, mm. then girlfriend, before mm. I came to Singapore. Mm. Okay, that one okay. Got children? Yeah. How many? One. Not enough. <laughs> I'm sorry? Not enough. For Singapore, not enough. What are you, the government? <laughs> government. Yeah, government. Government, government. government, no, government. No, no, not enough. One for you. It was it. He said the famous one for the family, one for the government. He said, I'm not having one for the Singapore government. I've given one child to the nation. I live here. She's she's growing up here. I've done my bit, and then it just went on and on and on. And then he, he did my favourite one. He said about foreigners. I, I mean, and so we had this long conversation. But it just makes me think that Singaporean taxi drivers, I believe, mm. sometimes get a bit of a bad press. And people always say to me, you're always so nice to Singaporean cabbies in your books and your columns and so on. But I only speak as I find. Mm. And I think it's not rocket science. I would say, without exaggerating, between 80 to 90% of the taxi drivers I have ever had in Singapore have always been fine. Yeah. Always. Yeah. And that's because you've got to start looking at the common denominator, which is the passenger mm. in the taxi. And I always initiate, how are you doing? How's your day? Been busy? Tech under government. Mm. That's what we do, right? You know, playful. Yeah. Complain about mm, private yeah, car yeah, owners. Yeah, complain yeah. about Uber last mm, time. We mm, do the usual thing. Mm. And then within about four or five minutes, we're friends. Yeah. You know, because the way yeah. I see it, unless I'm very, very, very busy and I literally have to prepare for a presentation or something, I might as well kill that 20 minutes in the taxi by a having a chat, right? Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, it's boring. Yeah. And so we always chat. And I've had so many great taxis over the years. I'll never forget one. This guy, he was an older guy, but he shouldn't be elitist, but he told me he lived in Bukit Timah. Mm. And he told me he had a landed property. So straight away I'm thinking, Why are you landed a property in Bukit yeah, Timah? Yeah. This is crazy rich Asians mm, territory. Mm. And he said, no, no, no. He said, Angmo, I tell you, it's okay. He said, 
I only drive for my wife. I do one or two drives. I cover my rental, and then I spend the night with my mistress. <laughs> really? <laughs> so again, in fact, perfect the, alibi, right? You know what? The, I actually appeared in a play in uh, in community theatre in the US called "Run for Your Wife." I know it, and it's about a taxi it's a driver. It's a farce, right? Yeah, yeah, and I was, uh, and it's about a taxi driver who has a mistress. He has two wives, yeah, yeah. and he's a taxi driver, yeah. and that's the way that he could yeah, yeah. Uh, have two homes. Yeah. So I played his best friend who was trying to cover up for him the whole time. It's right. a Ray Cooney play. It's a famous British oh, farce. It's brilliant, brilliant, yeah. brilliantly written, and so <laughs> this definitely strikes that kind of chord, doesn't it? Uh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> and then he, and he went into this elaborate mm-hmm. detail. He said, I'm more, it's so good because I'm not lying. If yeah. she says to me, where have you been? I've been in my taxi. Not all night, but I've been in my taxi. I don't say I've been in it for eight oh, hours. Dear, and I dear. said to him, doesn't she wonder that you've got this landed property in mm. Bukitima? He was a retired businessman or something. Yeah. You don't need to work for a few hours. I just said, oh, I get bored. There's nothing on TV oh, and all wow. that. And I, I, need, I need outside interest. I said, You've definitely got wow. outside interest. Wow. But I, I champion these guys because, you know, I did a bit of research. Now there are currently about 20,000 licensed taxis on the road, yeah. which is down from about 28, 29,000. So it's a significant drop. Yeah. And also, taxi rides themselves have dropped from 1 million trips a day to 650,000 wow. trips That's a day. That's quite a significant so it's, it's, drop. It's a third. Yeah, yeah, you've dropped by a third. And this is because your typical, as we know it, ride hailing taxi companies are slightly in decline because there are mm, private yeah. taxi operators. You mentioned that. And look, this is a personal choice. Everybody makes their personal choices. We've all got to you know, save a few bucks where we can. But one of the reasons I'm so popular with the cabbies is because I always tell them I have never taken a private a taxi, never. Mm. I've always flagged a taxi yeah. or I've called yeah. the, the usual suspects. Because I remember Lee Kuan Yew famously saying that one of the reasons why he didn't, and we still haven't, allowed foreigners to drive taxis, you have to be a Singaporean citizen, you yeah. know that, to drive a, a licensed taxi in Singapore. Ah, uh, Yes, I did know that. Um, yes, yes. Because you must protect a certain number of blue-collar jobs mm. for Singaporeans. And, yeah. and Lee Kuan Yew also rightly said, very cynically, that if you're a tourist arriving at Changi Airport and the first person you meet as a tourist isn't Singaporean... It can somehow give the wrong impression yeah, that, of a country, yeah, right? It's a very true. good point. Yeah, that's true. So I've always championed the taxi drivers, mm. even the ones who have questioned my gender, my sexuality. Mm. My, <laughs> I had one guy said to me, I'll never forget it. Same thing. They always ask about the children. Mm. And one guy asked me, you only got one child. No, this was before. This mm. is way back. This is before I had children. He had no children. Huh? He said, yeah. He looked in the rearview mirror. And he sort of gestured downwards and he said, uh, not working up. <laughs> working. No, it's working fine. Thank you very much. I'm just not ready to have children yet. I have filled chapters uh, and columns and heaven knows what and mm. podcasts and radio shows with my adventures with Singaporean taxi drivers. They've always been great. Mm. I, I, I don't know about you, Jason. I've had nothing but warm relationships with taxi drivers now for yeah. almost 20 years. Look, you're... It's human nature. You're always going to get one or two. That's life. They're in a bad mood. You're in a bad mood. That's life. But for the most part, I've got nothing but warm memories and positive things to say about yeah. Singapore and cabbies. Have you? No, I, I definitely salute Singapore cabbies. They and you know I, I've lived in other parts of Asia, as you know, and I think Singapore cabbies are a lot more honest than oh, cabbies you well, might get. Malaysia, uh, yeah, yeah. So Ma- Malaysia's like they blindfold themselves. 
and they just throw a dart at the wall and whatever number it hits, that's what they charge you. Uh, 60 ringgit. I've only got a uh, 50 ringgit. You know, just make up numbers. Yeah, so we'd like to thank all the, all the cabbies out there in Singapore. You're really doing a good job. Keep it up, even though it is a, a challenging market in our motoring madness segment.